Hello everyone and welcome to Autism Stories, where we connect you with amazing people that help autistic teens and adults become more independent and successful. I'm your host, Doug Bletcher, the founder of Autism Personal Coach. Over the last two months, I was one of the coaches who helped a group of autistic runners and walkers train to run a 5K, which we just completed this past weekend. I saw over that time all of the positive benefits that running and walking had for all those that participated. I know that not everyone is made to be a runner, but there is definitely a sport out there for just about anyone. Another great sport is gymnastics, and on this episode of Autism Stories, we talk with Carissa Johnson of Spectra Gymnastics. Carissa tells us how she and Spectra make gymnastics a sport that is inclusive for all people so they can receive the positive benefits that the sport provides. We hope you enjoy today's conversation. Carissa, thanks so much for joining us today. Now, due to being involved in exercise and sports all of my adult life, I've really seen how powerful it is in transforming my life, but also other people's lives. And I find it so frustrating, the lack of involvement in autistic people in sports and exercise. That's why I was so excited to hear about Spectra Gymnastics. One of the areas I've seen this transformation happen is in the belief athletes have in themselves. How have you seen your students' belief in themselves grow through gymnastics? In a lot of different ways, actually, due to the very specialized nature of the lessons and how we approach each individual student, that looks different. But um, I think overall... Through our students learning that they can accomplish new skills and learning how to set goals or overcoming the challenge of trying something new, you really see their confidence develop. And I think that when they don't have, when these students don't have any opportunities to be involved in recreational sports, it's, it's really special for them. Now, Spectra provides an adaptive curriculum for all of your gymnastics students. What does an adaptive curriculum look like compared to traditional gymnastics classes? When we introduce the fundamentals of gymnastics, if that seems too challenging for a child, we will break that skill down into more simplified steps and start at a level where they can be successful, whether that is just learning how to stand and balance on a mat and progressing to touching your toes and then touching your head and, and shaping that into a forward roll, we, we break the skills down into very achievable steps. Um, another, and that's the physical aspect of what we do. We also have a social component to our curriculum where when students are looking to develop more social communication and social skills, we place them in our fostering friendships classes and have a very progressive skill set of what we want to do socially with them. So for kids that are maybe three and four years old in early preschool years, we're teaching them how to play early games and how to take turns with each other, how to tolerate waiting, how to give compliments and share different toys, how to play together. And then 
through our program, so those social skills that advance as well. The third component of what we do to adapt to each individual learner is that we provide a lot of visual support, and so all of our students are learning how to make visual schedules and learning how to plan out and organize what their day in the gym is going to look like, and that has been a really important component to helping our students be successful. So you're teaching them to make their own schedule versus you making it for them. Yes, and sometimes it's a balance of, you know, the teacher wants to choose something and then the student. But from a social perspective, when we put kids in a group and they're making that schedule for the day together, it's a really great social skill and teaches the kids to be flexible about maybe not getting to do their own idea first and then just practicing that communication of sharing what they want to do, listening to the other people in the group, and then accepting those ideas, even if that might feel hard. Now, you talked about one of your components of the adaptive curriculum being a social component, which I think is so crucial because we all need community, because without it, we are much more isolated, depressed, and our mental health is greatly diminished. Can you talk about how your gymnastics classes help develop community for your students? It's been a really special thing to be a part of and watch develop over time. I think that our culture and community just within the clients of Spectra is very inclusive, very supportive, warm, and welcoming. The students often stay in the same group with the same kids as they get older through the program. So the friendships and the relationships that they develop in class are really special. They look forward to seeing each other every week at the gym. Some of them have, you know, started hanging out outside of the gym. And at Spectra, we don't allow parents to be in the gym during lessons. So in the lobby, when parents are waiting, they also have opportunities to talk and share ideas and kind of lean on each other and build their own community that way. Sports can also be a great way to have one's sensory needs met, but not everyone has those same needs. How would things differ for someone who maybe is more of a sensory seeker as opposed to more of a sensory sensitive person? That's a really good question. We approach that very carefully, and so part of what I do before bringing any new family into the gym and beginning classes is that I meet everybody first, and through that initial meeting, I will learn whether a child is defensive to sensory input or whether they're speaking that, and then we will approach that family with different class options based on those needs. So if we have a child who might be experiencing high anxiety or feels overwhelmed when they're in crowded situations, we'll make sure that when we schedule their lesson that it's during a quiet time of the gym where it's not as stimulating. Um, For kids that are sensory speaking and are really looking to get that input in the gym, um, again, we do an assessment and I determine what type of class that student is ready for. Some students need to begin in private lessons, and we'll work one-on-one with them in the gym to get those needs met. But in the group settings, we just naturally build 
sensory integration into all of the activities we do throughout an hour lesson or a 45 minute lesson. Now with Autism Personal Coach, we specifically coach autistic teens and adults. So I'm particularly interested in your work with people in that age range. Why did you decide to offer inclusive gymnastics to teens and adults? And what are the opportunities you provide for them? First of all, the reason why I include that age group is because it's really important to me that my gym has a reputation to be all-inclusive, and I don't feel ethical about turning somebody away based on their age. Um, our equipment is built to tolerate really high weight limits, and so it's safe for teens and adults to do gymnastics and recreational activities in the gym, and so I'm happy to provide that as an extra resource or outlet for them. Our adults that we have, it's a smaller group that we serve. We serve many more children, but it's, I think, especially important because these individuals are going through a lot of transitions right now. They're completing high school, maybe working towards vocational skills, thinking about jobs, and just moving into a whole new phase of their adulthood life. But they're still young at heart, and they are happy when they come into the gym. It's, I think it's really important for adults and teens to be able to continue that physical outlet as well. Yes, absolutely. We we recently met um, a 19-year-old female, and she had participated in gymnastics for probably seven or eight years, but because now she's past that, because of her age, she's not able right now to find uh, a place for her to participate in gymnastics. Yeah, I think that's really sad because I've been doing gymnastics my whole life, and I don't think you're ever too old to do gymnastics. So you give presentations on your gymnastics programs, and you've presented at USA Gymnastics Regional and National Congresses each year. What has been the feedback in terms of opening the eyes to gymnastics programs to become more inclusive? traveling and speaking to other people and encouraging them to add in inclusion into their facilities, whether that's a swim center, a dance program, or a gymnastics facility. But I think that when I talk to people after those presentations, there's a lot of interest and motivation and passion towards adding in specialized or adaptive programming, but there's also this barrier of fear. So people want to be able to be more inclusive, but they're not sure how to do that or what the right steps are to take to make sure that they're doing it safely and effectively. And is that why I know you're looking to create an online coursework that will be the building blocks for gymnastics programs to become more inclusive? Where are you in that process? You know, we just launched the curriculum, so it's actually available to the public right now. I'm really excited about it. Something I've been wanting to do for years, and through all of the presentations that I gave with USA Gymnastics, I really learned what the people right now need, and they needed a how-to program, 
and online is the way to go right now. And so in that curriculum that I've been developing, there's an instructor. It's essentially a how-to program, how to start up an inclusive, adaptive program for all abilities, how to hire. There's information about you know finding the right people for your team, um, deciding on your scope of services, training your staff. So I have coursework in there that's got built-in quizzes to um, gauge comprehension. Um, there's information for instructors about safety, about spotting techniques, about behavioral techniques, communication development, uh, positive reinforcement strategies, a lot of different information. And then we also have a lesson plan builder and then an activities library that has video examples of a variety of different games and structured activities that we do at Spectra. So hopefully um, when other people subscribe to this curriculum, it will give them the tools that they need to be successful moving forward with inclusion. And you talked to one, one aspect of it is about having the correct people on your team. How, how do you recommend that gyms go finding these correct people? I have had so much success working with the local universities in my area. So I always send the schools, I'm sorry, the colleges, my posting, my job postings. Um, I have really great luck hiring students who are seeking out degrees in occupational therapy or psychology or special education, physical therapy, speech therapy. Uh, those students are really motivated to learn more and work with this demographic of learners. So I, that's probably my first place I go when I look for new hires. Previously to learning about Spectra, I had not heard of too many inclusive gymnastics programs. Do you have any idea of how many programs there are like this throughout the United States? I think there's more and more opening up. We opened Spectra about five and a half years ago, and when I was doing research back then, I don't think there were any standalone facilities like mine that only offered specialized classes. I think that there are several gyms across the country that do maybe a few special needs classes, but don't have a full comprehensive program where they can actually meet the individual needs of a variety of learners. I'm hoping to kind of fill, fill that gap with the curriculum and help people expand those services. Hearing of it more and more. So we're making progress, but we have a ways to go. And and with your online coursework, we can can move forward to where we need to be. Yes, absolutely. I get emails not regularly, but recently over the last couple of months, I've received several messages or emails from different individuals across the country asking me how I started Spectra, what motivated me to do that, what's working, what's not working, to help other people start opening and expanding these services. So it's really exciting to see people reach out to me, seeking more information, and now I have tools to give them. So I think we're, we 
right direction. And for those that want to learn more about Spectra Gymnastics, uh, the online coursework and all of that you, you do, how would they go about doing that? You can go to our website. It's spectrapdx.com. You can send me an email if anybody wants to learn more. I communicate really well through email. You can email me through the website or my email address is Well, Carissa, I really appreciate your time and learning more about Spectra. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to today's episode, and thank you to Carissa so much for the conversation. Modern life can be challenging for anyone. When you're autistic, the world isn't designed with your unique traits in mind, and everyday demands can feel insurmountable. At Autism Personal Coach, we celebrate neurodiversity by empowering adults and teens to be the best version of their authentic selves. The people we serve are the real experts. We're here to help your goals become a reality. To get an autism coach for a loved one or for yourself, you can email us at autismpersonalcoach at yahoo.com or call 216-336-5889 and request a coach today. On the next episode of Autism Stories, we will talk with Kelly Braun Johnson about how to teach companies how to make their workplace environment and culture inclusive and accessible to all. Talk to you then. Distract.